Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker. Worker of yours. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. It's been a long time since I fired up the After Hours Super Secret Home Base. Not since 21. But here I am. And I have a dog to blame. And honestly... It's fine now. I, I feel like a fish out of water when I started because it had been so long since I'd worked from home. And I do not enjoy it for a lot of reasons, which I've already shared. You can always grab the podcast, but it's not my favorite thing. I'm <laughs> way out of my comfort zone. Um, but I do believe that sometimes it's a convenience. And so I I cheated and I asked the bosses if I could be home so that I wouldn't have to leave Penny, who's dealing with some, oh goodness, some medical issues, of course, because the dog is a walking disaster. (laughs) Poor thing. I feel so bad. I'm so glad that I have a dog that's about to turn 14. No joke. She turns 14 a month from now. And it's amazing how well she moves. We still go for walks, multiple walks every day. She gets up and down the stairs three to four times a day. I mean, she's diabetic. She's on steroids. She's got anti-inflammatories that she takes. I mean, she's got chronic bronchitis. The dog's a mess. And now for the first time, when she's dealt with some allergies in the past, for the first time, she's got this these gigantic hot spots, two of them, on her hip and... I couldn't leave her because she wouldn't leave them alone. Yeah, we just we've had a day. Let me just tell you. She's anxious. She she paces, she pants. But right now she's sleeping cuz you know, why not? She's worn out. It's I guess it's a good thing. Oh, I forgot this one, Jay. She's also deaf, so she can't yeah. hear me talking on the radio. <laughs> the only <laughs> when I first did shows from home during the spring of 2020, she and the two cats were never sleeping during the show because they couldn't because I was keeping them awake. Not the case anymore. I guess that would be what, three years ago now. So over the course of the last three years, Penny has lost the majority of her hearing. She can still hear if I, if I drop something on the floor and it makes a loud noise um, or if I slam the door, she can hear, she cannot hear me talking much. So I guess that's another medical malady that at least protects her from having to listen to me all the time. No, don't make any jokes about how you all wish that you were partially deaf and couldn't hear me either. That's not funny. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. On Twitter, A Law Radio. 
Also on our Facebook page, After Hours with Amy Lawrence, Jeff on Twitter believes that I should make a YouTube video uh, with Penny snoring. Actually, every now and then she does dream and run in her dreams. And so her legs are kicking. I think most dogs have that same issue. But right now she's just tuckered out. She's worn out after keeping me awake all day and wearing me out. Now she's finally tired. Our our phone number, 855 212 4227. That's 855 212 4CBS. If you would like to vote for TD of the Week, you can do that. That poll is now live on both of our social media sites or Let's see. I think Monday MVP may be waning. Oh, yeah, you've got two minutes left. Go, 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 go. The After Hours Monday MVP, that poll is about to close. So we will do the big reveal uh, sometime this final hour. It was the end of week six in the NFL, and you knew there would be a ton of attention on the Dallas Cowboys because... Hey, I did call them America's team in my CBS Sports Minute. Not sure if you could tell I was tongue-in-cheek. It's an age-old nickname for this team, but one of the reasons is because of their popularity. Not necessarily because they represent the United States or they have more fans than, say, I don't know, Packers who travel well, Bills travel well. Heck, even now... The Lions fans are traveling to Tampa and making such a ruckus that Dan Campbell is acknowledging it. The Steelers travel really well. There are plenty of fan bases between the pros and college football where they go if the team goes. As the team goes, they go. But the Cowboys definitely have that. And as our guest last hour pointed out, they also hold their training camp in preseason in Southern California. So there's an established fan base there as well. But man, it was hella loud for the Cowboys inside SoFi Stadium on Monday night. So you knew there'd be a lot of eyeballs. We'll wait and see how the ratings go. And there were these flashes where you got the high-powered, potent offenses that a lot of people were expecting, but there were also these downtimes. And, man, a lot of activity in the red zone, even if there weren't a lot of points coming from the red zone. But, yeah, right away we got some of the fireworks that we wanted. It's third and goal at the one of Dallas. Chargers have it. In the gun, the Charger quarterback, Herbert. Receiver of motion, shotgun snap, quick throw, far side on the goal line, falling down, Allen catches, belt high, touchdown, inside the pylon, far side of the field, and the Chargers have struck first on a one-yard touchdown pass by Justin Herbert after a terrific punt return, sets up their great field position, 6 nothing Chargers early in the first. Prescott is in the gun. Back on his right, they'll give it to Pollard. He's going to be hit from me. Oh, he kept it. He's still running up the middle. Touchdown. Oh, he faked me out. He did not fake out Jake Goldberg. He said, no, he's got it. What a great fake. And an 18-yard run up the middle by Dak Prescott. Yeah, that was an impressive play call, but also a really good read by Dak himself, as you hear with Brad Sham on the Cowboys Radio Network. So we did get each team with touchdowns in the first quarter, and woo, we are off and running. Except the two teams combined for more punts than points over the next two quarters. Not that there was nothing happening. Uh, There's plenty of action. Uh, And you got to see, again, that Dallas defense and how bold and confident they are especially when they're deep in their red zone, right? So the the way that they're able to protect the goal line, we saw it against the Chargers, as many 
assets and playmakers as the Chargers have offensively, not just Justin Herbert, but Austin Eckler. Though the run game, it was tough for it to produce some yards. Uh, The receivers that they have, Keenan Allen, another missing Mike Williams, but they do have plenty of playmakers on the offense. And yet multiple times during this game in the red zone, the Cowboys were able to prevent points. That happened late in the first half. Though I don't know what was going on with the Cowboys in the red zone. This was a strange decision by Mike McCarthy. A lot of consternation over him choosing not to run another play inside the red zone on the last possession of the first half. Instead, there's a timeout called but he doesn't want the timeout. So the clock mysteriously goes from eight seconds to three seconds. Uh, I'm not kidding you. I rewound multiple times on my TV to try to figure out how I missed five seconds. I thought maybe the broadcast jumped. I didn't know where those five seconds went to. I've never been so frustrated about a missing five seconds in my life. Uh, And so instead of trying to take a shot at the end zone when they seemingly had eight seconds left, they settle for a field goal. So yeah, there were some decisions, some execution in the red zone that I'm sure made plenty of people either yell or throw something at the TV. I actually had to stop doing that when I was younger. I used to throw the remote. Not a good scene. (laughs) It's after hours here on CBS Sports Radio. Ultimately, the Cowboys defense just didn't allow much room or any success in the red zone for the, the, the fourth and one that started the second half. So we're talking on the seven yard line and still uh, the Cowboys weren't allowing a whole lot of room to run. And so the, the chargers kept trying to pass it on those downs and didn't have some success, man. The, the, one that the play that will stick with me was Duran Bland, who's able to fly in there uh, in front of Josh Palmer and knock a ball away. Uh, it would have been a touchdown easily if not for Bland, right? And he had a couple of really big plays near interception later in the game as well. So th- the defense really sets the tone for the Cowboys. But I also thought Dak played very well. He, he looked smart. He looked locked in and focused. He was able to adjust on the fly. There were times where, you know, his first option wasn't there. So he's taken the second or the third, uh, engineered some long drives, a couple of 75-yard drives. And he admitted that he had a lot to make up for. After that Niners game, there's a lot of criticism. And, and I know he may not care about that, but feeling like he let the team down and wanted to make amends and remind the team what that offense is capable of. Good block in the backfield. Prescott left side of the end zone. Brandon Cooks caught it. Touchdown. Cooks calling everybody over to help in the celebration. That's the first Dallas Cowboys touchdown for Brandon Cooks. Welcome to the Cowboys, Brandon Cooks. (laughs) There's a lot of reaction to that on social media. But man, that was a gorgeous rainbow pass by Dak Prescott off his back foot to find Cooks streaking across the, the, was really even the back of the end zone, just going right to left across the end zone with the defender right there. And yet the ball was dropped so perfectly in. It reminded me of a jump shot. uh, One of those rainbow jump shots that you might see from a center in the NBA in just goes up and brings down the rain. It was perfect. 
perfect trajectory. So, yeah, we got to see, I thought, a more confident and comfortable Dak Prescott. Not that there weren't moments he would have back, and he said that after the game, there are still a a lot of ways that he feels like this offense can be more potent. Uh, But give credit to the Chargers. They were able to sack him multiple times. They were getting to him. Interestingly enough, as much as the Dallas defense was a wall inside the red zone and kept turning the Chargers away without touchdowns a lot of times, they were not getting the sacks. That's kind of funny. They weren't getting the sacks that they normally get. And and even though they had a few quarterback hits, and I know there was a bunch of pressure on Justin Herbert, they weren't able to capitalize. I kind of felt like that was one area where I expected a little more from that Chargers or from the uh, Cowboys defense initially. And so, yeah, you go into that, the, the final stages of the fourth quarter, the Cowboys put a, field goal on the board and so they take the lead again this is after a weird botched punt it wasn't even the punt returner it was another cowboy that touched it and it was a loose ball and he probably didn't even realize uh, that he wasn't supposed to touch it first or maybe he just thought he was going to be able to wrap it up so yeah that slippery little sucker it bounces funny so yeah kind of a couple of twists and turns late in the game but after the chargers tie it up much to the delight of the one female fan who was so intense and going viral, not just on TV, and they kept showing her. Goodness. Jay, did you find any of the memes from this this female fan at SoFi? I did. Okay, so can you share them on our show Twitter? On it. Okay, so she she got a lot of airtime, maybe because there were so many other Cowboys fans in the building. But yeah, she was so intense and so engaged uh, and living and dying with every snap for the Chargers. Uh, so they did have at least a, a couple of fans there. But yeah, so th- that the late stages of the game, you kind of see the Chargers through her eyes and uh, wondering if, if she can even make it through a season of the Chargers kind of leaving her wanting more so they capitalize they can look like world beaters at times but yes they're still the chargers uh so they're <laughs> they are behind but they've got the football time left on the clock plenty of time it, if we're to believe that justin herbert is the franchise quarterback the quarterback that can take them to the next level the quarterback who is worthy of the money that they're paying him I don't know what other pieces they have, but at least the Chargers are confident in their quarterback. Well, this was an opportunity for him to show up and to remind people that it's a new era of the, the, I almost said San Diego, of the Los Angeles Chargers, except it didn't happen. Second and two, Herbert back. Hit, sack. (laughs) Micah Parsons got it, babe, and I were just talking during the break, and I said, I've got zero sacks for the Dallas Cowboys. And that's the first one. Third and 10 at the Charger 25. Minute 32 in the game. Herbert back. Pressure coming again. Throws it out. Intercepted. Gilmore jumped in at the Los Angeles 32. And you can credit the pressure for that one. So they save their best for last. Micah Parsons gets the only official sack. Micah has his moment on primetime. And then the interception by Stephon Gilmore, one of the Wiley veterans. Uh, He's been in a lot of different places. Of course, every situation you possibly can be. uh, As, you know, he's traveled around the league, a Super Bowl winner. So Gilmore comes away with yet another big interception in his career. So the defense, again, makes that 
last stand, that exclamation point, that statement. But from the Chargers' perspective, I know they're missing Mike Williams, and that definitely hurts. Austin Eckler doesn't appear to be back in game shape yet or not have that same explosiveness yet, uh, but he is back on the field, so that's good. But then there's Justin Herbert who misses a couple of throws, and it's not as though quarterbacks can't have poor performances, right? And and I don't even know if you'd classify this one as poor. It's not as though quarterbacks can't have an off night where you know they're feeling the pressure. Maybe they're just not uh, in a in that same groove or that same wavelength with their receivers. But Justin Herbert is the guy that the Chargers believe can kind of bust them through this glass ceiling or brick wall, whichever barrier you want to use. It seems to be the same story with the the Chargers over and over again. And so if you missed my conversation with our Chargers insider, you know, I asked him about Brandon Staley and how hot is the seat under him? Because they've changed so much. They've changed their front office. They've changed their coaching staff. Heck, they've got a brand new offensive coordinator this year. They believe in Justin Herbert, and he has all the physical tools. Absolutely does. He's got the personality as well to be a starting quarterback at the highest level in the NFL. But they do have weapons on both sides of the ball. And for some reason, it just doesn't ever seem to click. I know that's very technical analysis, but that's the point of the Chargers. They can be so befuddling. It's it's defies logic at times. Why aren't they better? Why can't they break through? And yet, what do we think about the Chargers? They find new ways to lose, creative and innovative ways to lose, to cough up leads, to not capitalize on their potential, to take nothing away from the Dallas defense. I mean, heck, you could say the same thing about Dallas sometimes too, right? Uh, Will the real Dallas Cowboys please stand up? But now that we are through six weeks of the season, this is where you'll start to see separation. I mean, we're seeing a little bit of it, right? We've got a bunch of teams or a handful of teams that are five and one, We've got a handful of teams that are one and five, the Panthers that are over. A lot of teams kind of bunched together in the middle. Can the Chargers stay in the middle? Can they put up a challenge against the Chiefs? There's still plenty of time left, uh, and they still do have the two games against Kansas City. I just, I want for that female fan who is so engaged and so intense uh, to have some relief, <laughs> to, to have some chill, uh, but also want to see them take the team to the next level because it's not like they are a roster with no talent. That's not the case. Just sometimes makes, I bet, makes you want to bang your head against that proverbial wall. All right, on Twitter, A-Law Radio, you can vote for TD of the Week or you can find me. I don't mind if you come up with all kinds of goofy reasons why I'm working from the after hours super secret home base. I've seen some funny ones like I'm in witness protection. Uh, I've got turf toe. I ate another gold fl- goldfish off the floor of my car. I actually learned my lesson there. I have not done that <laughs> on our Facebook page too. We're glad to have you with us. Good Tuesday morning. Tuesday morning, October 17th. What, what? It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence, CBS Sports Radio. You are listening. To- Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, 
speaking doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker of yours. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. The After Hours Podcast. Hurry back to throw. And it is. Is it lost? Oh my goodness, it's lost. DeAndre Hopkins caught it. Back from under center. Steps back. Throws the fade. Cooper Cook's got it. Touchdown, LA. Burrow back to throw. Looking, firing deep for Chase in the end zone. He's got it. Touchdown. Joe Burrow and the Bengals. Mahomes fires for the end zone. Caught. Touchdown. City. Off to Eckler again. No, Herbert keeps it. End zone touchdown. Chargers. Herbert with his second of the day. Here's the snap. Josh going to keep it himself and run it again inside the five into the end zone. Touchdown, Buffalo. Josh Allen, nine yard touchdown run. The Bills respond and then some. It's time for QB News on After Hours. We are through week six of the NFL season. Kind of crazy, and yet it does fly by. Good morning to you. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. Cowboys and Chargers, two pretty high-profile quarterbacks on Monday Night Football. Whether or not you believe Dak is among the elite, most people would tell you that Justin Herbert has the physical tools to be one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL, though we haven't quite seen it on a consistent basis. But he does have the money to prove it. For Dak, much better performance uh, than what we saw from the Cowboys all around, really, against the Niners. Uh, But he definitely had something to prove, though he never is satisfied. The Cowboys at 4-2, but he wants more. It's huge for us to get to 4-2. Um, no doubt about it. No doubt about it. But uh, as I talked about our message throughout these days, we're moving forward and, and running our race, honestly. Um, you've got to show up week in and week out in this league. If you look back at this past weekend, obviously that shows you that. Obviously, as it gets latter latter part of the year, it'll show a playoff picture. But we've got to focus on getting better, peaking at the right time, uh, being the best versions of ourselves <laughs> every week that we show up um, and just continuing to make strides 
of getting better. How many cliches did you hear there, Jay? There had to be at least four of them. Yeah, minimum four. Uh, yeah, Dak Prescott, he may not pay attention to the noise around him, but as the Dallas Cowboys quarterback, there will always be that extra pressure that's ratcheted up. And the fact that he is a veteran, and at times he looks like a rookie, and he makes mistakes that you don't understand what's going through his mind. But he played smart. He played heads-up football, obviously really accurate, and, and led his team to a victory on the road-ish uh, on Monday night. So, okay, you can go into the bye and you feel like you've maybe gotten back on the right track. Can they be consistent from week in and week out? As I says, as I say, will the real Dallas Cowboys please stand up? As for Justin Herbert, he missed a couple of big-time throws, right, ones that could have been touchdowns. The one to Keenan Allen in the fourth quarter just sailed on him. Allen had nobody around. He didn't look like he was in a rhythm, Credit the Dallas Cowboys defense, but still, it, it just, it, at times, it can be frustrating because you know there's so much more there. Right. They've got a really good front seven. Um, you know, I, I thought our offensive line battled and they did a great job up front. Um, you know, unfortunately, we fell short. It didn't go our way um, on the ground today. And, um, you know, I, I think it's just a testament to how good they played. And, um, you know, I think we can do a lot better on offense, and um, especially at quarterback, I, I can play a lot better. So, um, you know, I, I thought the defense came up with some big stops today, held them when we needed them to. So it's on us as an offense. Again, he's got all the physical tools to be one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL and can, I do believe, take the Chargers to the next level. It's just they seem to run into these same issues all the time. But still, for Dallas and for guys like Stephon Gilmore, it's a challenge to face a guy who's so athletic and can make every throw. He's a great quarterback. You know, he got a strong arm. Uh, he liked to throw the ball a lot. Uh, he got some good receivers. So he was able to play tight coverage. Um, they made some plays. We made some plays. And like I said, we made more plays than they did. I know Chargers fans may not want to be reminded of this, but they did make the playoffs last year. Uh, ended up having that embarrassing collapse against the Jacksonville Jaguars in the second half, but that is absolutely what we know the Chargers for. Will it be any different this season? That is the question. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence here on CBS Sports Radio. Let's stay in the same AFC West where Jimmy Garoppolo did not play in the second half for the Raiders on Sunday. His head coach Josh McDaniels with an update on what was classified as a back injury. There was some concern yesterday that we would, um, you know, there was an internal um, issue. Um, so we did a bunch of scans yesterday, last night. Um, seems like we've dodged a big bullet uh, in that regard. So that's good news. Um, you know, we're still doing a couple things this morning. Um, and we'll, you know, kind of make sure we do all the right things here as we go forward. But um, the prognosis is a lot better than it might have otherwise been. Um, don't know yet for this week, relatively speaking. Um, so there's a lot still to, I'd say, uncover in that regard, but um, good news. Jay, what is that noise? What was happening behind Josh McDaniels? I think someone's trying to tame a lion back there. That or have you ever heard, heard those paper cutters when you drop the blade yes. and it makes that noise? That, I swear that's what it sounded like. That was a great call. <laughs> Okay, so 
we don't know about week seven with Jimmy Garoppolo, but it doesn't sound like it's going to be a long-term injury. So for those of you who are piling on Jimmy, he can't stay healthy. Well, sounds like he may be back to torment you. Hey, the Raiders are on the road at the Bears. They've also got a quarterback question. Matt Eberflus lost his starter, Justin Fields, to a hand-slash-thumb on Sunday. What's the update? Justin Fields uh, dislocated his thumb. Ow. Um, X-rays were, were negative. We did the MRI today. Um, you know, uh, there's no timetable right now. Um, and uh, he's going to, uh, it's really going to come down to grip strength. And um, <coughs> natural swelling that occurs uh, with this injury. So we should know more um, at the end of the week. Um, is he going to play this week? Uh, looks to be doubtful uh, right now for that. But again, mm. we'll see at the end of the week. And we'll be able to make that, uh, that known at the end of the week. So uh, that's where it is with that. I'm not counting any wins before they are actually in the column, but let's just say for the sake of argument that the Raiders go to Chicago. There's no Justin Fields. The Raiders able to get a victory. Maybe they have Jimmy Garoppolo, which would be helpful. But either way, let's just say they move above 500. I mean, you might have to give Josh McDaniels a little credence. You might have to give them a little credit if they are trying to keep pace with the Chiefs and they go on the road and they get another win. I mean, it's unconventional. Sometimes it makes you want to pull your hair out, I'm sure, as a Raiders fan. But if you're above 500 through seven weeks, still better than where the Chargers are right now. It's After Hours, CBS Sports Radio. So, yes, Chicago hosting Las Vegas coming up in week number seven. Moving on with some of the injury updates. Trevor Lawrence left the Jaguars victory on Sunday with a knee injury. Now, he said it was just precautionary, wanted to get it checked out, but Doug Peterson. Uh, He's day-to-day. Thank you for that update, Coach. (laughs) He's day-to-day. Nothing else? That's it? That's Uh, all you got for us? That's it? That's all you got for us? Okay, well, let's stay in that same division, the AFC South, hoping that Mike Vrabel provides at least a little more intel on Ryan Tannehill's ankle. We'll see see how it goes. You know, we've got some time here for our next game, and you know, Ryan will get uh, you know treat round the clock, and you know, this will be a big week to, to see how he progresses, and then we'll make a decision on on his availability next week and, and what we do then. Made me a little nervous when I saw some of the quotes and heard. Coach Vrabel talking about how it's the same issue that Ryan dealt with last year. You remember he was out and and never came back, this high ankle sprain. So we'll see whether or not those two quarterbacks are on the field come week seven in the AFC South. In the NFC South, Derek Carr is healthy. He's back on the field, but he is not happy. I would say probably along the same lines of Baker Mayfield. What did he say after their loss to the Lions on Sunday? I sucked. We sucked. The whole thing sucked. Well, Derek Carr doesn't use the same words, but he feels pretty similarly. For sure yesterday, there was some miscommunications. There was uh, some audibles that were done, and we're not on the same page and all those things. And until we get on the same page, um, there's going to be sucky feelings. And so, um, you know, if it takes extra time studying, if it takes extra time, you know, with your coach, uh, whatever it takes to make sure that, you know, when those situations come up, we, we can just do the right things we have. We have the talent to do the right things, but we have to do the right things, even if the look may change this much, you know, um, to finish those drives. Now, if you don't remember what happened with the Saints, they were against the Texans on Sunday. 
Uh, they had a lot of offensive yards. I mean, over 400 yards, but they were over in the red zone. They missed a couple of field goals, and Derek Carr was really angry. He said that he spent Sunday night and Monday morning talking to his receivers, so Michael Thomas, Chris Olave, Rashid Shaheed, trying to work out some of their issues. Uh, but he used the word livid. He was livid act- after the game and had a brief I wouldn't call it an altercation. I'd call it an exchange, a frustrated exchange uh, with his offensive coordinator on the sidelines. I apologize to Pete actually on the airplane. So I wasn't, I was talking to Pete, but I wasn't talking about Pete. Um, uh, Pete and I know exactly what I was talking about um, and why. And, um, you know, when the, when the game's on the line, you know, that's when you have to be on every detail of your assignment. And I was a little upset at, some of those things and so it had nothing had nothing to do with Pete he just happened to be the one that walked up when I was a little little angry Derek Carr is the opposite of every other quarterback or pro athlete who uses coach speak right he does not use cliches he does not use platitudes the man wears his heart on his sleeve he's been that way his entire career for better or for worse you've seen him cry and now you've heard him talk about being livid he's apologized to his OC it it wasn't that it was the coordinator's fault nah it was just that Pete as he calls him Pete Carmichael uh, he was the one that Happen to be in proximity when Derek Carr needed to vent. Don't we, don't we all need buddies to whom we can vent? They won't hold it against us. They just listen. They absorb it. They recognize that it's maybe misplaced or displaced aggression. Well, that was Derek Carr. And he apologized because that's also Derek Carr. And so, yeah, the Saints have got to figure it out because the division is wide open, the NFC South. I um, suck today. We suck today. It was awful. <laughs> There's a lot of sucky in the NFC South over the weekend, right? I mean, that's uh, what we heard from both Derek as well as Baker Mayfield. But not so with the New York Jets. Oh, Robert Sala. He may not be talking about Aaron Rodgers glowing in the dark, but you know, having Aaron on the sidelines with no crutches but with a headset, it just changes everything for the Jets. His superpower is his presence. Oh, stop Um, it. And him being in this building, being around his teammates, being in the locker room, his his positive attitude, the uh, his his thoughts of manifestation and all that stuff, I think oh, it's powerful. It. And uh, so obviously as a coach, of course, selfishly, I want him here every single day. I want him in every meeting. I want him on the practice field. I want him on the sideline. I want him in the locker room selfishly because he's a uh, he's an unbelievable human. And outside of scheme and playing ability, the intangibles that he brings to his teammates and and the fuel I think the teammate his teammates will give to him uh, is priceless. Can't you just say he's a veteran quarterback with a lot of experience? The guy glows in the dark. Can't you just say he's willing to share? Can't you just say he has a great impact on a bunch of our young guys like Zach Wilson and Garrett Wilson? Can't you just say that he brought some some great locker room guys with him and Alan Lazard and Randall Cobb and can't you just say that? Okay. No, you have to talk about how he glows in the dark. You have to talk about how something manifestation of his superpowers. I I don't even know. My goodness. I need, well, I do have someone who loves me the way that Robert Sala loves Aaron Rodgers. Aw. I'm not a dumb jock. Do you think that was romantic? 
Let's hope Bob listens to this portion of the show because there, that's about the best compliment I can give him. That's pretty high praise. Yeah. Hey, Jay, guess what notification I just got on my phone? Hmm. <laughs> you ready? What did I just tell you about why I had to work from home? <laughs> uh oh. Is it, it arrived or is it? Yes. Oh, good, good. The package just arrived. I didn't even see. I'm afraid to like peek out the window. What if he's staring in the window? I turned the lights on, so he obviously knows there's someone awake in here. But yes, the Amazon delivery driver did just drop the package for Penny on my doorstep. And you didn't hear Whew. him? I did. I know. I've been. I'm talking. How could I hear him? I was listening to creeping around out there. QB news music. How would I have heard the delivery driver show up outside? I don't know, but no, I don't know either. I never even saw him pull up with headlights. So yeah, like I said, I'm kind of afraid to look outside. Is I don't he on know if foot? he's. No, he. I don't know. I was doing a radio show. Is that Jay. How they do it at this time. I don't know. <laughs> well, it was one of those overnight deliveries, like guaranteed overnight deliveries. So yes, it's on my doorstep. Oh, and actually, he took a photo. So yes, it's out hmm. there, and I could see the light on through my front door <laughs> because I'm doing the show. Imagine That's, if he knew what was going on in there. Thank goodness he didn't take a photo of like the front window where I'm sitting, because that would have been more creepy. Live audience. <laughs> <laughs> Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. As we turn the corner into the new year, a lot of people are looking to get healthier. That includes Hero Bread, who have just launched their new recipe using heart-healthy olive oil. Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. All with no compromise on the taste, texture, and bready goodness you expect from your favorites. Now they're listening to their fans and updating their recipe with olive oil, an antioxidant-rich oil that's been shown to reduce cholesterol and minimize the risk of heart disease. Try it today with code HERO10 for 10% off your purchase at HERO.CO. That's code H-E-R-O-10 for 10% off at Hero.co. <laughs> the Amazon delivery driver is listening to the show outside right now. <laughs> Thank you, Amazon delivery guy. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence. You are listening to the After Hours podcast. His heroics made a swoon this weekend. I'm the best ever. I am the greatest. Now it's time to name the After Hours Monday MVP. I need a hero. Lions send two receivers right, two left. 
Goff works out of the gun on third and 13 from the Tampa Bay 27. Play clock at four. Goff's got it. Back, looking, throws, middle, complete. Amon Ra at the 20. Cutting across, looking for a block. Gets one inside the 15. A big block to the 10, to the 5, to the end zone. Touchdown, Detroit Lions. Oh, baby. You want to talk about teamwork? Amon Ra with a catch. Craig Reynolds with a big block to help spring him. And the Lions find the end zone. The road games, our fans have been awesome. Um, I know. Shoot, when they when Tampa was on you know third down, it was kind of loud. It kind of felt like a, a home game for us. Uh, they, they were making some noise, so um, you know any win is good in this league. But a road win definitely feels it feels really good. The voice of Amon Ra St. Brown, who you chose as your Monday MVP, though I kind of feel like his teammate should get some credit. Uh, but the the Detroit Lions. It's all for one and one for all, right? And it's the fans now traveling, too, as you hear him say. Five and one, sharing best record in the league after they get that victory on the road at Tampa where, you know, they made Baker feel like he sucked, the whole team sucked, it all sucked. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence. today. We suck today. It's (laughs) awful. (laughs) That's because of you, Detroit Lions. It's After Hours with Amy. the sunlight. Okay, stop interrupting me. Let me try this again. It's after for the Amazon driver outside. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. Jared Goff, 350 yards passing. They didn't have much of a run game against Tampa, and that was in large part because David Montgomery got injured and there was no Jameer Gibbs. But for Amon Ra, a dozen catches. 124 yards and a score. Uh, and then Josh Reynolds deserving some credit for the big block he laid to make sure that Amon Ra was sprung to the end zone. Speaking of David Montgomery, we did get an update on him, kind of continuing through with some of the injury updates, looking ahead to week number seven. Uh, there is a chance that Montgomery is going to miss a week, a couple weeks. So before halftime, he was out, uh, and it was considered to be a a rib injury. Um, So right now they're dealing with Montgomery. They're dealing with Gibbs, who's been out with the hammy. Uh, And even though these guys are, you know, feeling better, they have some time. um, It's, yeah, it's going to be maybe touch and go with their run game, which means that Jared Goff is going to rack up the yards and make me look really smart for calling him an early MVP candidate. (laughs) Yep, you can laugh at me if you want, but I'm not giving up on that. I'm not letting it go, at least uh, not not right this second. I didn't know it was a poor man's anything. (laughs) Uh, And then a couple of other, well, rib injury that triggers uh, Christian McCaffrey, with the oblique and rib injury, according to Kyle Shanahan on Sunday. And then Debo Samuel, who they lost with a shoulder early in their uh, their loss, actually. I, don't know, I almost said victory. What? What? No, Cleveland Browns. That was you. You had victory Monday. So, yes, Debo's day-to-day. Niners are getting ready to play the Vikings on Monday night. So an extra day to kind of be ready. But Debo's day-to-day with the shoulder. As for CMC, uh, right now it's a bit more precarious in that department. They're not sure yet. He was still going through testing on Monday. But, man, when when you're the guy who's getting hit all the time, and his dad was just like this, was constantly taking hits over the middle. Now, the NFL was different then in terms of blindside hits and defenseless receivers and all that jazz. Um, but McCaffrey takes a lot of hits. His body takes a lot of pounding. So is it about 
pain management isn't about whether or not he could get further injured, maybe puncture a lung if there's something, uh, you know, the cracked rib or something along those lines. So, yeah, we'll see how it goes. But the injuries are definitely racking up. It's uh, it's at this point, I want to be seeing consistency from different NFL teams. I just don't feel like, you know, they're all there. And And this past weekend was one in which maybe you thought, okay, the Niners are the best team in the league. The Niners have this formula that it's going to work, right? Well, against the Cleveland Browns, they were exposed and Brock Purdy did not play a great game. And so there are ways to beat them. I don't know whether or not you're going to see that on a consistent basis. Probably not. The sample size we have with Brock Purdy is that he is much more steady Eddie and that he will find a way to kind of get back into that rhythm and he's not going to end up airmailing throws. And um, also, you know, the idea that there was the rain and the weather, as Peyton tells us, you got the weather. So hard to play quarterback. But maybe, just maybe, it had nothing to do with the Niners. Maybe it had to do with a pre-game brawl between the Browns and the visitors. Oh, man, you know, just a lot of emotions going on. Um, DB drills, you know, we right at the logo, about a 45, 50. You know, they're scratching right there, and those guys, you know, they were just barking, you know, and uh, we don't back down for anybody, you know, and I feel like they, they picked the wrong team, you know, the, the bark where to poke, you know, they poked the bear, they, they poked the wrong team. Oh, did they? Did they poke the bear, Martin Emerson? Huh. I poke bears. <laughs> wait, don't. Oh, wait, don't tell me. Oh, my gosh. That's Dylan Brooks. Dylan Brooks loved to poke, loved I don't to care. poke He's bears. Old. Because, you know, he doesn't care. LeBron is old. By the way, LeBron was in the house last night. Uh, who else was there? LeBron was there. And Michael Irvin was there. Jimmy Johnson was there. That kind of raised a lot of eyebrows. What he was, what was he doing at a football game? Uh, they had some other star power like Jay-Z. But if you're wondering where Travis Kelsey was, he was attending a baseball game. He and Jason, his brother, were at the Phillies game where they got treated to a Bryce Harper birthday celebration with another loud home run. It was just loud all around. The Phillies are just loud, and I mean that as a compliment. Their fans are just loud. I'm loud so I can relate and I can identify. But yeah, plenty of fireworks on Monday night from Philadelphia to Texas. And then on over to SoFi in L.A. where the Cowboys fans did themselves proud. All right, Jay, I think we did it. I think we did it. I think I did it. I I found a comfort zone. I'll let you know about Penny. Thank you for carrying. She's a disaster, but she's my disaster. So I got to take care of her and grab that package off my porch. Talk to you tonight. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence, CBS Sports Radio. Boom! How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. 
spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.